You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This, this is the Porpoise Pod. It's a podcast with a purpose. All dolphins, all the time. Touchdown! Now, here's your host, Brendan Tobin and Alejandro Solana. Welcome on in, everybody, to another edition of the Porpoise Pod. Brendan Tobin here with you alongside my co-host, Alejandro Solana. Uh, we are recording this on a, a grim Christmas night. You know, they had the nightmare before Christmas. This is nightmare after Christmas, Solana. It's a, it's a new movie. It's coming out. It stars Tua Tungavailoa and Mike McDaniel. <laughs> it's a, it's all of our nightmare just coming coming to fruition as the Dolphins lose today, twenty six twenty to the Green Bay Packers in what could only be described as just an epic collapse where things were looking great. They were rolling. And then Raheem Mostert fumbled the ball, and all of a sudden, all hell broke loose. So, what the hell, dude? Here's how the uh, the Dolphins' final drives ended, Tobin. Fumble, starting with Raheem Mostert. <sighs> Missed field goal from Jason Bum Sanders. Fat cat back. Interception. Interception. And interception. <sighs> final five drives. That is uh, That is a nightmare. That is the the nightmare at the rock. It was all going so great, baby. What happened? What happened, dude? I mean, you know, Waddle, he was waddling, and Tyreek Hill was running willy-nilly with him. And then Tyreek Hill, he was running faster than everybody, and, and, and things were going so great. And then I was like, ah, Mostert, that fumble's not great, but it's not going to unravel the day. I, I don't understand. It's like... It hurts so bad, and yet you know that there's just a part of the fan base that's just sitting back and be like, "I told you it yeah. was coming." The whole de- a, a, a clean sweep, December swoon. I don't know if that's ever has that ever been done. The four for four. I mean, it was it, it, it just an epic choke, an epic collapse, and here they sit, eight and seven, just just completely befuddled by what happened there, Solana. In uh, in Spanish, we have a saying. Se cagaron, they pooped themselves. Oof. That's what happened. They yeah. pooped themselves because yeah. they had that game. They're up 20 to 10 with the ball. End of the first half. Could go down, make it a 13-point game. Tua's already got like 200 plus yards of a uh, of passing. Waddle already had his big reception. Tyreek's been balling. Run games look look solid. Like everything is working in your favor. And then you fumble right at the end of the half. You let them go down, but you hold them, right? Again, Packers hold get them, the ball. Packers get the ball in, uh, in in almost plus territory again for like the eighth time it seemed like in that first half. But somehow the defense holds them. And then before you know it, 
Tua's thrown his third straight interception, and uh, all these uh, all these cheeseheads from Wisconsin who are pretending like it's not cold in the blistering forty degree Miami winter are celebrating at Hard Rock Stadium. It was a nightmare, Dude, an absolute I, nightmare. We were still having fun though at that point. Like they got the fumble, okay, but Mike McDaniel and Rogers, they're like jawing back and forth because of a, a quick timeout. And then all the jokey jokes stop. You know, Moose Johnson was wearing this terrible suit. And, you know, he looks he looks like the Grinch. And I, I just don't know what happened. Like, you know, uh, even like Rogers throwing it to old ass Mercedes Lewis, who I can't believe is still in the league. And you're like, I don't even know if that was a catch, but who cares? It'll be fine. It'll be fine. They score a touchdown. How bad could this be? It's going to be fine. All right. 2020 cute. But these guys haven't been able to be stopped. And to see it just all go to hell, I, they just keep finding new ways to lose Solana. And this is, I think, the thing that's disappointing about it is, like, we can come back here and we can say, I, 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 we all see the good in this team. We all see the fun in this team. They're super explosive. They're really fun. But between San Francisco, Los Angeles, you know, holding strong last week against Buffalo, and now just this this complete bottom falling out. I, this team just doesn't look like anywhere close to what they were on the win streak, obviously, but they also just don't even look anywhere close to being a team ready to win, uh, which is not something I think we thought a month ago. I think we were all we were on this show saying we think they they can hang with anybody that this season can be special, and right now I don't even know if I have faith that they can go on the on the road and beat Mac Jones. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I was, I was thinking about it earlier, right? Like five weeks ago, had I told you after the green Bay Packers game, forget that you'd be on a four game losing streak, but had I just told you, you won't feel like you can win a playoff game on the road after week 16. Yeah. You, you would have told me I'm on drugs. You would have yeah. said Solana lay off the pipe. And, and that's how you feel right now. Can this team go into I mean, we, we have to go in and beat Mac Jones, and, uh, and, and we're a little shaky about it. Can this team go on the road if they make the playoffs, which I think we both think they will? Can they go on the road and beat Kansas City on the road? Can they, can they beat Buffalo on the road? Can they beat a Cincinnati and your boy Joe Burrow on the road? I don't know, dude. Like, the oh, thing is, man. they just – they – their propensity for mistakes are just, uh, uh, it's just so bad now between the penalties, another illegal shift at a critical time, which led to the second interception that, uh, that happened where, you know, you have miscommunication, clearly Mostert and Tua weren't on the same page. Um, you know, and then Tua's last interception, I don't know what the hell that was. That was just, that was just completely <sighs> awful. And, and, you know, we've done so much talk of him and the re the the rebuilding of this guy's confidence and the 700 plays in the relationship. And it's all been a very beautiful story. And I've scooped it up, uh, you know, like Baskin Robbins, just just delicious ice cream. But if we're talking about a guy who has admittedly had confidence issues, um, has looked himself in the mirror and told people, do I suck? How do we have the confidence that this guy can re recover from a performance like this? I'm serious, dude. 
Like he he goes out there and goes three for three, three drives, three interceptions, three back, three opportunities to win this game. And he gives the football to the other team. How are we sure that this isn't going to in some way really, really affect him in a negative way and that there's going to be no turning back? Because it, what happened today was for everybody who has been waiting to pounce on Tua, Chris Sims, Colin Cowherd, Jet Up, the whole cast of them, everybody, Mina Kimes, this was... This this had to be like porn for them watching what happened to Tua today. It this was, was this unbelievable. Was, this was the pile of cocaine on Tony Montana's desk at yeah. the very end of Scarface. Like for them, the Tua slander that they've been waiting for, they just snorted the longest line in the history of ESPN for Tua slander because this was it right here. Biggest criticisms, his durability and winning late in the season and this dude just had the worst three series in a winnable game against a bad uh, mediocre defense and he threw three of the worst passes you'll see a quarterback throw in the NFL this see I'm not joking three of the worst passes you will see a quarterback throw in the NFL this season oh dude he was it's funny because even the drive where they had the missed field goal he nearly like shoveled this ball right to them like I don't know who that guy was that because they, I'm t- like we watched what was going on in this first half We're like man they are hopping they are snapping Jalen Waddle can't be stopped he, he he put up a giant game today Tyreek's getting going I, and I think this is the thing that's tough is like you mentioned the late game seasons like all right the Bills game first season you were never in that game murdered yeah, and and he wasn't even really supposed to start, right? It was Ryan Fitzpatrick when right. getting COVID, so or or COVID like symptoms or whatever, so he has to miss the game. So in comes into a who Flo never had confidence in in right. a game that you were probably never going to win anyways. Fine. La- last year, Tennessee chucking the ball up and fumbling the ball up all over the place. All right, never really had a prayer in that one either. This, this is like. Uh, this is like driving the Titanic into an iceberg. <laughs> this should have been, it, this was gifted to, here you go. Cause Cater Kohu gets this pick off. Eh, maybe he cheated, but he gets this pick off and you're like, all right, all the nonsense is over. Go ahead to take us home, baby. And the next pass is given to the other team. I, yeah. It, it was so flabbergasting, dude, that that is the response that your your team had to that. Like, you needed a big play. You needed the defense to come through with it. He does, and he throws what was his worst interception of the season until the next one, which was <laughs> then was followed by the next one. <laughs> I mean, Moser's not even looking at him. Like, what? No. And, and he eyed him down the entire way. That that was that was the easiest intercept. Those three interceptions were the easiest interceptions those players will ever catch in their entire lives, in their entire very, careers. Throws a very catchable ball, throws, the most accurate catchable ball. Throws throws a, a he lobs one up there to Sean Alexander, who after the game was making a joke. It, it was like a he's getting interviewed. He's like, yeah, it was like a Christmas present. I mean, I'm looking at this thing like, is it seriously just gonna land in my basket here? Like, how, and and he didn't have to move it. 
two, there's five guys on the side of the field of Tyreek Hill. There's four guys rushing the quarterback, Tobin. So what does that mean? The other side of the field only has two defenders. Like it's simple math. Look the other way. Like what, what, what is he, is he looking for the big play now on every single throw? Really? Is that, is that what it is? And I'm not trying to oversimplify it, right? Like I'm sure we'll see the all 22 and people much smarter at, uh, at breaking that down. We'll have an explanation, but are we at the point now where Tua is always looking to make the home run play and, and he's now incapable of just making the smart play because remember we've talked about one of his biggest issues Tobin is just conceding on a play and there was a, a there was a play in the first half where Dolphins are I, I don't know if they're in the red zone but they're near the red zone and he's about to get sacked and he tries to get out of it but the defensive lineman has him wrapped up and then he it ends up being like a strip sack and I think like Robert Hunt came back on the ball yeah, yeah. and landed on it Tua had all the time in the world, waited, 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 didn't throw it away, allows himself to get sacked, and rather than just going down, is now trying to extend a play that he has no shot of extending. Like, even if he gets out of the defensive lineman's grasp, it's been too long. There's going to be three or four other guys right in your face, man. You're going to get rocked. And then on top of it, once he knows he's wrapped up, he's not going down, he allows himself to get strip sacked. Like, he is constantly trying to to make too much out of something that's not there. And I think that's what's happening in these, these interceptions where maybe not the Mostert one, because that just looked like there was some sort of miscommunication between him, Mostert, and the whole timing was off on the play. But they're running the, – these Dolphins players, it seemed like in the second half, every, every snap that's getting off is with a second left on the play clock. Like, wh- why? Why are there players being subbed in with seven seconds left on the play clock? You have – Illegal procedure penalties again that knock off a chunk play for Waddle. And that was then, killer. And, and and then you're 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 constantly looking for the home run. I, I just don't I, I don't understand what we're watching in those situations because that's what it seems like to me. He's just looking 30 yards down the field every play. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, like, that's definitely been an adjustment because he had this safety net of living in this. He has the safety net of living in a danger zone. Like, he he lives dangerously always because he loves to throw over the middle. And he does have a propensity to throw into areas, tight windows. And I do think that's part of what makes him special. Like, there's a lot of quarterbacks who won't live in those those areas. Um and so, like the first Tyreek Hill interception, like if you misfire a little, if you're not, you know, the most accurate quarterback in the league or one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the league, you'll get killed. You'll get burned. But I think it's also where what makes him special when he's on is that, oh, wow, he'll live in these areas that a lot of quarterbacks won't go. They won't, they won't have the balls to make those throws. But I do think, you know, we've mentioned this a couple times this season. Like I, I do think there's something addicting to the big playability of having those guys, not saying it's a bad thing. I just think that you, uh, you always feel, and they've even proven this in some games this year, like you're always in it and that you'll always be able to get that. And I think that that was, I think that that's the thing that's going to be interesting going into this next game, these next couple of games, because even with the first two interceptions, I was like, okay, you're down six. Go do you, dude. Go get the go get the big home run. And for that to also end in an interception is just uh 
it's just really, really, really crushing. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll go on to the other side of it. We'll uh, get into where we stand with this coach because Mike McDaniel got a lot of flowers early on in the year, but he said he wanted to take an approach about how his team was going to go into December focusing on the importance of this game. Did he make a big mistake? That's when the Porpoise Pod swims on after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Porpoise Pod swimming on here. Dolphins lose to the Green Bay Packers 26-20. Their fourth straight loss. Winless in December. Eight and seven. Uh, They still need to win. If they win their last two games, they're in. I think if they win, is it they win and the Jets lose? They're in all settings. They beat the Patriots uh, and New York loses. I don't know who they play off the top of my head, uh, they're in. So, uh, I mean, there's still a ton of scenarios here. As bad, yeah. as bad as it's been, it's been worse for the Jets and the uh, and the Patriots as well. So the Jets play the Seahawks on the road next week. So you like you, you do like that if you're Miami. You definitely like it. But I, I, we, we talked about this a little bit on the top of the pod. I, your feeling of this team, like if they just get in – is not the same that it was even a week ago. I think even after Buffalo, we were thinking to ourselves, you know what? All right. Most people were giving the, you know, a lot of pundits were saying, well, this Dolphins team, they can hang. Yeah. To lose the way they did today uh, is it, it's a confidence shaker, man. It definitely is. It's, it's tough for it not to be, but I think that, uh, I, I think that the interesting thing about this is, you know, Mike McDaniel went into this month, discussing how he wanted to make this put this emphasis on the importance of December football, almost creating playoff like atmospheres for his team. And I would say in three out of these four games, they haven't looked up to the task at all. And then even in the game with the bills, you know, the, in the biggest moments, they didn't come through and they really, really needed to. So do you think Mike McDaniel aired in that regard of just, you know, trying to put extra emphasis on this month, these games, as opposed to, Hey, let's just keep it rolling. We have a good thing going on because this team really feels like they've shriveled up. Yeah. But do you think him putting extra emphasis on December football is, is changing his philosophy or his approach to, to each individual game, right? Looking at them Sunday to Sunday or whatever, Sunday to Saturday, because I don't like, I think it's him telling his players Hey, we're approaching everything the same way. We're preparing each week the same way. And we're taking it game by game. All the coach cliches, all the coach speak. But I actually do believe that that's how they approach these games. Are the Dolphins obviously understanding the implications of the following three games going into today? 
certainly they know that if they win today, you know, the, the road to the playoffs is much easier. But are they preparing for New York this week before they go play New England? No. So I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't view it, his his comments, because I know what, what comments you're alluding to. He, be, uh, before that San Francisco game, I know I made a montage for the radio broadcast. He went on a 10-minute tangent almost about December and January football. This is what separates the men from the boys. Like he did all that, right? Where mm-hmm. he talked about this being the important stretch and he wants his players to understand it. But I think that's true, right? And this was a team that was playing, not only coming off a five-game win streak, but playing arguably at the highest level in the NFL at that point. And we can have the conversation that everybody wants to do now, right? Revisionist history. Well, the competition and you beat the Bears and the Lions and you know, you beat bad teams, the Texans, and we can do that fine. But bottom line, through those five games outside of Pittsburgh and the second half of the Houston game after Tua got hurt and he came out, like this was arguably the strongest team in the NFL, especially offensively. So, I mean, that happened. And then you're you're sitting in that spot where you're going on this big road trip. I don't mind him putting extra emphasis on these games because bottom line, they mattered. And you could have been sitting in a position here. Let's say you split these last four where you're still fighting for the division. So I don't know, Tobin, like I don't, I don't view it as a negative, his comments, because I don't think it changed the, the philosophy of the team taking each game individually as they come. I get you, but he's also the same guy that told the media that he did think that his team was, was pressing and that certain individuals were pressing. And he's also, you know, like we've, we've had a very open that and it's pretty hard not to think that one of those guys is his quarterback. And we think about all of the things that he's done to mentally strengthen Tua and some of the things that he's done, you know, did putting all of that you know, those, those eggs in the, uh, in the pressure. Basket. I mean, people may say, boo-hoo, you're a pro quarterback. You're, if you're one of the elites, you're supposed to be able to deal with pressure. But I, I, I'm just wondering for a guy who feels like in Mike McDaniel, he's had such a great pulse of what triggers to pull with his players, what maneuvers, what, you know, he'll sit, you know, he'll specify what type of film he's going to have on certain players, how he'll have them watch him, how he'll teach them. Did we get to a, you know, did he, did he go about this, you know, the wrong way? And I think for him, like, listen, there's been, you know, between challenges that he didn't do between play calling on third down. I don't think that, I don't think that he's handled this run the best either. And look, he's a rookie. I mean, that's just, that's what I think what we're learning with him. I do think the guy is super smart. I think he's got a very bright future, but you know, this, this, this whole, this whole four game stretch. Yeah. It's like, it's tough. It's tough for your narrative not to flip. Like if anybody's expecting that you get to just live off of, Hey, don't you remember that five game win streak? It's like, yeah, but also (laughs) they had this just epic losing streak, which could still be going on. And we've spent this entire season talking about this year feels different this year. There's, there's something about this year. There's something about, and yeah, we still got that today. We got the high of big explosive plays. This is not the Tony Sperano, Adam Gase Dolphins with boring football. 
but the wins and the losses, like the results of the results, like they're still in the midst of a collapse. They're still in this spot going with two games with their playoff lives on the line. And, you know, though it may have been done in a more entertaining fashion, they're still in the same destination right now. To me, what bothers me the most about McDaniel, we can go through each individual situation, whether he shouldn't have thrown a flag, he should have, should have thrown a challenge flag, you know, certain timeouts that he did or did not call. But to me, and Toby, you know, I've been very, very frustrated with this all season long. It's the boneheaded penalties, procedure penalties, yeah, uh, you know, um, uh, ineligible man downfield penalties, which I know has, has kind of rocked the whole NFL with the new rules. But, bro, it's week 16. Figure it out. At the, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, figure it out at this point. But procedure penalties still? Like, I understand this is a, you know, highly uh, convoluted offense that he's put together. I get it. But you can't put your team in jeopardy because Jalen Waddle and Cedric Wilson are lined up in the same set on a formation that you've been practicing all week. Like, that, that can't happen. And you saw the repercussions of it. It cost you maybe a touchdown, maybe mm-hmm. the game. You know, I know that the three interceptions come later, but it may be that that play maybe cost you the game. Um, so to, to me, Tobin, those are the things that really bother me. Coaches are going to, you know, earn their stripes. They're going to make mistakes, whether they should have thrown a challenge flag. Maybe he calls a timeout that he shouldn't have called. Maybe he should have waited to call a timeout. Like those things are going to happen. They'll learn from that. But there's no learning from procedure penalties. You know, these offensive holding calls, three on one drive. Like that's just signs, I'm sorry, of an undisciplined football team. And I love Mike McDaniel. I love his philosophy. You don't have to be rah-rah in your face head coach bitching out your players anytime they make a mistake I'm not that guy who I want to see that so he can prove to me that he's earned his respect or the respect of the team but on that same token you also can't have three offensive holding calls obvious ones at that on one drive that end up ultimately costing you points and then you lose a game that you desperately needed to win and to your your your, your last couple statements there about the Dolphins, yes, proving to us that they're not the Sperano or their Gase offenses who are going to come out in a pivotal game and score three points. Bottom line, like you said, the results are the results. And this is the game that the Miami Dolphins have lost for two decades of my entire life. Yep. No. And, I, and, and, I, I and, didn't... and today, today should have been when they went out and proved to us that they're not the same old Dolphins. Because people have been saying that. Oh, same old Dolphins. They'll lose in Week 16, right. and you know they'll they'll get bounced in the first round of the playoffs. This was the game to finally put that narrative to rest for all of us who, who have PTSD. And here we go. How can I, you? How can you not say same old Dolphins? And I feel bad because I don't think this was going to be right. the same. I didn't think that. I right. feel foolish because I do know there are the pessimistic Dolphins who are in my mentions who be like, you see. I told you, and I guess you can live life like that. I guess you could sit here and be like, see, I told you it was going to happen. Dolphins in the set. I don't like living life like that. I don't like watching my sports like that. Um, maybe they're a lot in a lot less pain today. Maybe that that's good. I guess. I think the thing that's frustrating about it is for it to just happen like this, you know, I didn't, 
it, to, for, for it to get off to the start that it did today and for it to just the wheels to come off like that, that to me is what is faith shattering. That to me is what is scary because I never thought watching the first three drives of this game, four drives of this game, it would end like this, you know, maybe, okay, Rogers, you get, give a nod to a legend. The guy's great. Of course, he's going to fight. He thinks he knows his, he came in confident to this week to his credit, but he couldn't have even thought like, Oh, look at all these gifts we're getting, you know, like, that's really what they got. And, and the Dolphins were just basically, they they were, and, and by the way, the and even with that, the Packers are like, they weren't going to kill the Dolphins, even with all these gifts. They're like, you know, we're going to sell for three here. You still can win with a touchdown. Go ahead. And just yak it up like that. It's just, it, it's so demoralizing. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Um, this Matt LaFleur, by the way. Mm. Matt LaFleur. Ugh has a chance to uh to ice the game fourth and one down there and he he has rogers go up to the line right before the two minute warning i saw he, that he yeah. didn't have this he didn't have the sackos to hike it he didn't have them. no balls no nope. stones we but... got the we got the wheelbarrow play by the way we got it in the uh the first drive coming after the packers had tied it up the dolphins got the wheelbarrow play third and short don't convert and he hands it right off i think it was to to Raheem Mostert yep. for that fourth, fourth and one on Big their game. own 30. And, and, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, we're back, baby. We're back in business. And then, you know, hell miss field goal. <laughs> Jason Sanders is back. Never like it when the, by the way, the announcer says, ah, he's hit 10 straight. Nah, that yeah. just had a, 11 of just, 11 from the, uh, from the forties kiss of death, kiss, <laughs> kiss of death. I don't even know who the play-by-play guy was, but kiss of death from him. I know he was doing it with Moose Johnston, but, uh, and you lose on and and to lose on Zonk's birthday. How dare you? Oh no way! Was Zonk's tweeting on his birthday? Nah, I didn't get any notifications. I think you know what? Oh. Good. Hopefully, hopefully he didn't even know what happened on his birthday. Old Christmas baby Zonk. Why ruin it? You know. Let's see. Let Joe Davis, think. by the way, was a play-by-play announcer. Joe Davis. Nah, good for Zonk. He took the day off from Twitter. Good for him. Yeah. Who needs it, Zonk? Can't tweet on it, uh, can't tweet on Christmas if you're Larry Zonka. Oh, dude, that's the thing that see. Well, this is the thing that hurt today, right? Because I got family over, and like, you know, you know this because you you know you work in, but they don't. Family doesn't get what you do, and they also don't get like nobody. You run into a lot of people in family; they don't care like you care, and so like you have strange, you know, not strangers. You have f- people who know you, but they're like, 
they don't watch a game like you do. And just like the person I'm watching the game with, and he goes, it was the second to a pick. He goes, well, that's over. I was like, look, I'm like, well, first of all, maybe, but second of all, don't say that. They can still win. And then like Tua throws another pick and he goes, well, now it's over. I'm like, thank you. Thanks. Thanks, guy. I appreciate you. Thank you. I'm so glad that that happened. <laughs> appreciate you pointing that out. And you know what? It's actually probably good you're here because I would have broken stuff. If, if if not to embarrass my spouse, I would uh, I, I, things could have been bad losing a game like this. So it probably was good that I had the buffer of a holiday here because I can't embarrass everybody. But I really wanted to cry. Like, I wanted to go in the fetal position. It was that bad of a loss. You're throwing your Christmas tree outside. Christmas is over. Get out of here. Christmas is canceled. <laughs> Take back my son's presents. What about what about X-Men dropping that pick, Toby? I know. What the hell? Like, what the hell is going on? That was uh that that would have been a really good play by him, though, in fairness. Yeah, but but it was in his hands. Like he he makes that play last year and the year before. Yeah, I do. <laughs> he's a he's a pro bowler starter. He's starting in the pro bowl. I know. And Wilkins was like <laughs> all over the place again today. What do you have? Two batted balls. So good. And I he love deserves, it too. He's, he deserves not only to be a pro, he deserves to be an all pro. He's if, he is he's so the good. Two, the, the, the index and middle finger wag to Aaron. And then he's dancing the whole time. I love him so much. I love Christian Wilkins. <sighs> all right. Well, <sighs> <laughs> this sucks. It sucks, Porpoise Pod <laughs> Patrol. Sorry. You know, and if you were looking for some uh, rosy sunshine, not not today. Not That's not for today. That's for the next Porpoise Pod. Yes, sir. Where they kick McCorkle's ass. Yeah. But for Beat right Bill. now. Beat Bill. Can I just say one thing with Tua? Dude, don't tell me to go enjoy Christmas. Oh, what okay, is he doing? Dude. What he's like, he let's just hope we can all go enjoy Christmas with our families. No, Tua, <laughs> we can't because you decided you were going to be like Chris Kringle handing the football over to the Packers. Toby. So I can't. OJ McDuffie was two hours on the Dolphins postgame show ripping this guy, ripping him. Like, I've never heard OJ McDuffie, former Dolphin employed by the team, ripping him. Just telling me to enjoy Christmas? You're telling me to enjoy, go enjoy Christmas with my family? Tua. I know he loves we Christmas. Came out we all here. know we, dude, we know you love Christmas. <laughs> we got it, Tua. We got it. Maybe obviously, don't throw three interceptions, bro. Obviously, we're going to learn from these mistakes. But this isn't something after a loss that we should be going home taking to our families, our kids, and our other halves. We leave it here, and we go enjoy Christmas. No! No, I want you soaking in eggnog watching film. <laughs> you don't get to enjoy Christmas. No, dude. It's tough to get mad at his face. I love him. I love, I love him, him I too. Him to I, so I want good. to be so good. I want to be good. This is this is the conversation every sane Dolphins fan is having right now. I love Tua. I you know I want it to work out so bad. I love can't him. Trust, I can't trust him. Can't do it. Can't do it. I want to. I want to love you so much, dude, but, you know, you, you, why do you make it hurt so epically? At least we got our Gesicki uh, completion today. Way to go, Oh, Mike. my God. Merry He's Christmas. Cocking. <laughs> I mean, have you ever seen a guy happier to get a catch? Merry Christmas, Mike. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you guys later.